What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Mark Show, aka the SMS Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the Merciless Mar. This is going to be your SmackDown and AW Rampage review for July 8th, 2022, on this Saturday afternoon. Uh, the only, the only, um, not the only, but like, uh, the, uh, the whole build around SmackDown last night was the return of Roman Reigns. And then AEW Rampage was actually a real, a very, very, very good show. I didn't watch it live, unfortunately, but, uh, but it was a very great show. But, uh, but you call SmackDown was the same old usual garbage. I mean... Outside of Roman Reigns, I mean, no one. Anyway, the the rest, SmackDown was basically toast. You know, Paul Heyman delivered a very, very great promo. But it's Paul Heyman. It's uh, we all know Paul Heyman can develop, can can deliver great promos. Roman Reigns does what Roman Reigns does. You know, Roman Reigns decided to show up to work. Decided to show up to work yesterday. You know, you know Vince gave him the the freedom to now like you know. So now he could now that that gave him the freedom to like you know he could leave we could leave he could leave when he wants to and he could and he could come to work and whenever he pleases, and obviously when he's not on work he's probably hanging out with his family, staying in shape doing whatever the hell he wants. But otherwise, yeah, like you know he just at this point he just he's just Brock Lesnaring the titles, holding both titles hostage. Monday Night Raw still doesn't have a champion, and. No matter what, no matter no matter what, Roman Reigns or Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman does or do moving leading up to the to the SummerSlam to the SummerSlam rematch against Brock Lesnar in his last man standing match, it's not gonna. No one's gonna really care. Uh. Uh. People. People. Nothing. Nothing. Anything that they say is not going to be believable. No one's going to really like fully like buy in and, and get excited because we just saw these two wrestle like three months ago. And yes, it's in a last man standing match, so it's a different it's a different stipulation. But otherwise, like people just want to get just want to see this match, just want to see this whole rivalry just like end and get and get and get this and get this and get this shit over with. Uh, so outside of Roman Reigns returning, it was also announced that Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan will have a will will have a rematch at SummerSlam. That's been confirmed, and uh, Lacey Lacey Evans turn heel. Jesus, that 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 segment was hilarious, and the Maximum Male Models, the uh, MMM with Max Dupree. Have now created their own website to to uh to um to, to like um to uh, to um and to give like a uh, to give uh, uh you know the WWE fans the opportunity to become a maximum male model and to join his group, even though it's all fake, it's just for fun. And uh, Marseille and and, and Mansoir. They uh they 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 were out there showcasing the the 2022 tennis collection, which obviously nobody gave a shit about. 
Um, that was pretty. That was pretty much the highlights. Oh yeah, and in the main event tonight, you know, support. So uh, you know what it was. What it was scheduled to be. We were supposed to get Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in the main event. Winner faces Roman Reigns at cat at uh, Clash at the cat Clash at the Castle because we all know Roman Reigns is gonna win at SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar is not is not beating Roman Reigns. <clears throat> But instead, we got a bait and switch. Uh, they falsely advertised that match, and instead, in the main event tonight, we got a squash match between Drew McIntyre versus Pete Dunne, aka Butch, or uh, or or what's called a uh, um, or what's called a uh, what's called a uh, what, what, how do was, how do um what was his name? It was it was it was Raggy Rag Raggy dude. Let me at him. Let me at him. Scoop. Let me at him. You know me that that guy. Yeah. Part of the brawling brutes. So what's gonna happen is they're probably gonna they're gonna build up this whole like they're gonna they're gonna make Drew McIntyre have to face all of the members of the brawling brutes. First he he squashed beat done, aka Butch. Now he's gonna now he's gonna have now he's now they're gonna probably now they're probably gonna have him fight Botch, aka Rich Holland, um next week. And then at SummerSlam it's gonna be him versus Sheamus. Um um at some at, at SummerSlam. Or in a one-on-one match, and then the win, and then and then the winner faces uh, Roman Reigns at Clash of the Castle, which is gonna be a complete waste of time and just another way for WWE to to like you know, to like to like add some add some add some filler on onto the card because we all know Drew McIntyre is winning and he's gonna be the one to face Roman Reigns. It's not gonna be Sheamus. Sheamus, his 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 time his time is done. His time his time his time been been passed. But because there's nobody else on SmackDown, they got they got just they got to just keep rehashing Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, and then our AW Rampage, uh, John, Jonathan Gresham turned heel. Uh, the main event was um, Orange Cassidy versus Tony Nese, which is a which was a great match. Uh, you know, Orange Cassidy's continued to is continued to um. To shut his haters up, and show and 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 continues to show the whole world that he can wrestle and that he's one hell of a worker, and that he doesn't suck, and that it's everybody else that does. They could they could they could go go kiss. They can go kiss his ass because they don't know any better. And then uh, the start off the show, we had um, we had Kingston versus Takashi Takashi I definitely butchered that. <laughs> These Japanese names, man, he's just killing me. Which was actually a great um show opener. Uh, Eddie Kingston is great. Um, I know a lot of people don't like Eddie Kingston because you know he's fat, he's out of shape, and he doesn't look like a typical wrestler. But every time he you put him in the, you put him in the ring with any opponent, he continues to put on he he always puts on bangers. Like the guy never 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 miss never misses a match. So. You can you can hate on Eddie Kingston as much as you want, but the guy the guy but the guy's one of the best promos in the wrestling in the wrestling business, and he's and he's and he's good as and he's good as hell in the ring. So those are some of the highlights for Rampage. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go over SmackDown, break this one by one. You know, make fun of it, roast it, do whatever we want to do, do whatever we we got to do. Then we're gonna go over. Then we're gonna bring. Then we're gonna go over the whole AW Rampage card, and then I'm gonna get up out of here, and y'all can go enjoy the rest of your Saturday.
tomorrow though I will have an extra I will have an extra because um there's some there's been some WWE news. Oh my god, I can't I can't talk today. Uh there's been some WWE news that have been like released throughout the weeks that I want to just all break down and go over tomorrow on another on another episode, another podcast. Just today, I just want to focus on SmackDown and Rampage from Friday from Friday's um shows. So obviously for SmackDown, so we we'll start with SmackDown. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, you know he's going. He, you know basically this whole promo is talking about how he's the gold and blah blah blah, and I'm untouchable. Nobody can't beat me. You know it's good to be back to work because you know he he doesn't he doesn't show up to work every every day anymore. And that, like you know, he's happy to be around his family and to be and to be around Paul Heyman. And that um, he's gonna he can't wait till he until he can't wait till SummerSlam, when he gets the opportunity to smash Brock Lesnar, once again, in their final um, um, in their final um, in their final confrontation confrontation, which nine times I tell you will probably be all bullshit, but because if WWE needs to sell tickets, they're gonna call Brock Lesnar. Um. And then Paul Hay and then Paul Heyman and has has a has a very passionate, a very genuine, authentic promo going over like he's he's terrified and he's nervous about Brock Lesnar, but not because like he's like he's scared that Brock Lesnar is gonna is gonna beat Roman Reigns. No, 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 no. He's scared that Roman Reigns is gonna have to go because have to go over it's gonna have to go over over like you know over the top and he's probably have to go a whole nother level that he's never been that he's never been that he's never been to before in order to in order to 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 beat and destroy Brock Lesnar for the for the for the for the for the one and final time. So that that Brock that Brock Lesnar should be the one that should that should be truly scared. And me, I'm just sitting here just being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we just didn't see this match like three months ago. Like I, I like how this whole promo, they're acting like they haven't they haven't they haven't fought Brock Lesnar before. Or like this is the first time this whole year that him and Brock Lesnar are gonna be having a match. Like you guys just fought three years ago, and it was for all the gold. Winner take all match. It was hyped up to be the greatest WrestleMania main event match of all time, which it wasn't. The match was ass. But now all that's like water under the bridge. It didn't. It never happened. And that Roman Reigns should be like should have to go like a whole nother level. He's not gonna go a whole nother level. Him and Brock Lesnar in the ring now. They're both some lazy ass workers. And all they gotta do is go Superman punch, Superman punch, spear, spear, F five, suplex, suplex, and then one more spear. One and that's it. That's the match. Like no one gives a shit. I mean, they're not gonna be no pinfall, but I mean, what they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna you gonna have you gonna have Roman like get spear through a spear, Brock's through a table, like like man, this SummerSlam card, bro. Ah, look, man, they're probably gonna get like a good like twenty five k in seats just for Brock's and Roman Reigns, but everything else on the card, I don't know how they're gonna really fill seats. Ah, uh, like that's they probably still gonna find they still they still gonna probably find a way to sell fifty thousand tickets, but the fact that. Some people are actually going to waste their money to go to some of the to go to SummerSlam or Summer Scam for a show filled with tons of rematches. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's hysterical um for me. Then we had the Viking Raiders versus Jinder Maha and the skyscraper Shanky, the dancing skyscraper Shanky. Uh, this was a one-minute match. You know what's funny too? 
And we're, while, while I'm breaking down the SmackDown um, show, every single one of these matches that have happened on this card, they all they all lasted between a minute to like seven minutes. Most of them lasting t- about like two three minutes. This Ginger Mahal and, sh- and uh, this Ginger Mahal and Shaky match versus the Viking Raiders was only about a minute with the Viking Raiders squashing them. I don't even know why they still a tag team. You know, like I said this before on past streams, WWE has actually has actually has actually has a lot of good tag teams, including some of them in NXT. Like eventually, when the Creed brothers, the Creed brother brothers are ready, who are the current NXT tag team champions, and they're gonna move them up, and then they have Pretty Deadly down there, and they're not doing anything. I thought they should they should have been the ones to be in the maximum male models instead, but you know, WWE is always gonna disappoint everybody, and. And always do like, and always do the the thing that a lot of people don't want, which is which is uh which is um you know adding Mason Mansoor to the group and and because of that, watch the maximum male models fail, which we'll get we'll, we'll, I'll get some more of that later, but you know, pretty daily's not doing anything like I said, and then like you got all these other tag teams both on Raw and SmackDown. And now that you have the Usos as the unified champions, they can go to any brand. But instead, because they don't give a shit about the tag team division, unless it's the Usos, Street Profits, or um the New Day, because the New Day is still getting tons of TV time, but they're getting treated, they're getting booked like losers. And um and like, you know, and a couple of bums. But outside of those three tag teams, they don't give they don't give a shit about the tag team division. They don't care. They don't care about the matches. They don't care about the booking. They don't care about the storylines that it comes to tag teams. They don't care, man. All the tag teams besides the three I mentioned, they all they're all jokes. They're all clowns. They 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 all they're all they all they all don't get any TV time. And it's absolute um shame it's absolute um shameful, man. It's a, it's a true shame. It's pathetic, and it just shows. It just shows how WWE really doesn't give any true effort to actually put on good television on a weekly basis, unless it's a big stadium show pay per view. And even the builds towards those big stadium shows can be so damn bad, but then they still find a way to make the show decent because. They can't. They can't go. They can't go anywhere else but up. So after the Viking Raiders squashed uh, Jinder Mahal and Shanky, uh, uh, the New Day came out and they had tickets that said, um, that said, um, said, um, it's like I said, what, what did it say? It said ass beaten. That said, ass being basically giving, basically giving, basically giving them like, basically giving them the go ahead to the to the Viking to the new vicious, new and vicious Viking Raiders that they're gonna beat their asses, even though what, even though what happened was they're the ones that still got their ass, their asses being again for the second for the for the, actually not for the third week in a row. So I don't know what was the whole point of that promo. Was it was it supposed to be funny? It wasn't funny. I didn't laugh. I just sat there and just like I just sat there I just sat there in disappointment. Cause how you gonna talk about some we gonna beat your ass, but then you got your asses being and and like the next and like a couple of seconds. What was the whole point of doing all all that extra shit then? 
Then we had uh, Gunta and Ludwig Kaiser. You know, that should be that should really be a name of a of, of a sandwich from uh, from Subway. That really should be. Uh, Ludwig, that should be a sandwich for real. Ludwig Kaiser. We're cutting a promo in the ring, talking about how anybody that wants to challenge at Gunther should needs to earn needs to, needs to earn. Has to earn themselves a uh, 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 a title opportunity um, against Guther. So then Shinsuke Nakamura comes out, and the funny thing is too, they they advertise this whole segment as like a, a, a Intercontinental Championship Open Challenge. Now you would think, ah oh, man, they would bring some guy from NXT. They would bring somebody that we haven't seen on TV in a couple of in a couple of weeks, months maybe. I thought it was gonna be Dolph Ziggler because I knew they was not gonna. It was not gonna have no um. It was not gonna have um, no NXT guys because WWE doesn't do that. Vince McMahon doesn't like bringing NXT guys up to the main roster to you know to put them over because he doesn't give a shit about wrestling. But I was gonna be Dolph Ziggler, but instead we got it's Shinsuke Nakamura who was literally who was literally the Intercontinental Champion like a, like a couple of like 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 three months ago. And he and he has and he has been in the in the Intercontinental title picture since he's since he's came over to SmackDown. And of course, like typical WWE stuff, just they're lazy and they're like, eh, we'll bring up Shinsuke instead. Like, even though like he he was in just Intercontinental Champion like like two months ago, like three months ago. But then you're gonna have him go off the, the Intercontinental Championship again because you don't have nothing else planned. Or you can't come up with anything creative for Shinsuke to do. Show sucks, man. Like, I, oh my god, bro. Like, bro, it's like, yo, like, it's just, like, it's just sad. Like, so their creative team is so bad, and they can't come up with anything, like, anything new, anything, like, anything, like. That we haven't seen before, just they just go back, they just go back to the same fucking shit that they know and that they're used to because they don't, they don't like, they don't like, they don't, they don't, they they're not comfortable with new. They're not comfortable with new. And they don't want to listen to the fans. Cause who cares? Who cares about who cares about what we think? Uh so of course Shinsuke, Shinsuke had to earn, earn himself an opportunity. By beating Ludwig Kaiser. And so now Shinsuke is going to have an a Intercontinental Championship uh, title match next week for beating Ludwig Kaiser. And probably the highlight of this whole this whole segment we had, that I really enjoyed was when Gunther straight up chopped the shit out of Ludwig Kaiser for like, for like five minutes, basically giving him some type of punishment. Like, you know how like... You know, all of us, all of us been through that, especially if we have to separate parents, when, like, you do something bad, like, you get in trouble at school, or you accidentally broke something that was really precious to your parents when you was a kid, and they was like, and they, and they you know, they had to go get the belt, or, 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 or a very, a very, um, a very, uh, a very painful, like, object, and they will beat you with it, and they'll hit you with it over and over and over again, that's basically what, what he, that's basically the punishment that he had to deliver to Ludwig Kaiser, because he not, because he doesn't like losing. And because of Ludwig, he um 
Gunther now has to defend his title. Which he didn't, which obviously he didn't point, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he obviously he planned not to because like he was hoping that like, yo, Luda will get the job done and, and, and he'll, and, and it will continue to show how dominant and how serious of a, serious of a group we are. But now you got us looking like clowns and looking like a couple of jokesters because you out here losing. And he's like, what the, what, what the hell, man? Now I got to defend my title because you suck. You're, you're, you're a geek. You're just like everybody else in, 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 in the back. That's not Roman Reigns. You're a loser. So, I thought, I thought that was kind of funny. I actually like that segment. It actually shows the importance of why winning is so important in any sport. Not Vince McMahon, who we'll get to in a minute, especially when we get to the damn women's women's segment, which made me want, which made which made me want to blow my blow my brains out. All right, here we go. Liv Morgan, uh, Liv Morgan was getting interviewed by Michael Cole. You know, it was having this like you know this happy moment for her. Oh my God! Like congratulations, being smacked that women's champion. And then you got Liv Morgan talking about something I could do out you guys. And then she was calling John Cena, never give up. And then once again. You have Liv Morgan be put in another um segment with Natalia once again, which I thought you guys already hashed this all out on Monday Night Raw. Plus, Liv Morgan pinned Natalia clean in the match. But once again, Natalia comes out, says the same fucking shit that she said on Raw. Oh, the only reason why you beat me, I mean, the only reason why you are spending home shit be because I injured Ronda Rousey's knee. You said that already on Monday Night Raw and that you got pinned clean in a tag match. Why are you out here? You suck. No one cares about you, Natty. And then afterwards, like, uh, Rhonda comes out. She's out here. She has to fake. She has to, she has to sell a knee injury, which she did a terrible job doing. Uh, then she then but then she congratulated Liv, and then she talked. And she said, and she told her like, now you're gonna understand how hard it is, um, being the champion and defending the champion instead of just chasing, instead of just being the one that's chasing um the gold. And then it was later announced that her and Rhonda are gonna get a rematch at SummerSlam. Which I I completely expect Charlotte Flair to make a return and cost Ronda the match, and then as somehow some way at Clash at the Castle in September they're gonna make it a triple threat match, and Charlotte Flair is most likely gonna is gonna is gonna make either pin or tap out Liv Morgan and be and and which in that case is going is gonna be which is going to be um it's gonna be her burying Liv Morgan to become a fourteen time women's champion. Uh, so then afterwards, Rhonda was talking about how, like, yo, Natty, if you keep talking, blah, 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 like, and then she accidentally called the wrong, um, the wrong city in Texas to the, to the, to the, to the, to the fans, which I thought was hilarious. I forgot what she said, but, uh, because what you call it, um, when does SmackDown take place, bruh? Uh, Back down. Yeah, 
four and fourth worth Texas. She completely botched the name. She said fourth fourth Texas. I'm like, or she just said fourth Texas. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, Rhonda's so bad on the mic, man. She's 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 awful. But then I gotta praise her tomorrow, which you guys will all find out why tomorrow. Uh, but um, but yeah, she was just like, yo, Fort Fort Texas, like, or she just said Fort Texas, or she just said like Fort Texas. She's like, who wants to see me beat up Natty? And then Natty and her started like started fighting in the ring. And then uh, it led to a match, and then Ronda Rousey straight up squashed Natalia on one bad leg. Natalia didn't get, didn't have any offense at all. All Ronda did was just attack Natty's knee and had Natty look like a complete geek and a loser and some and made her look like somebody that was just like that was just like it was like it was like her first day it was like her first day on the job like it was her first day in the wrestling in the wrestling ring had Natty just running from her throughout the whole match imagine being the opponent in that match, and you're running away from an injured Ronda Rousey, like like you know she only has one leg, but you're running away from her, scared as shit, scared as shit of her when she only has one, when she only has one bad leg. And Ronda basically kind of like chased her around the whole, the whole, the whole match, kept kept beating up her knee, kept beating, went after Natty's knee, threw it back in the ring, and then hit like a nice little, a nice little um overhead slam. And then put her, and then locked her in the ankle lock, and made Natty tap out in two minutes. And then you would think after Natalia gets squashed and embarrassed like this, in this type of fashion by oh by an injured Ronda, that she would be done. We're probably not gonna see her on TV for a couple of weeks. No, instead we get announced that she 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 got a champion a championship contenders match against the champion next week. After she just got squashed and buried by Ronda Rousey on one bad leg. Who fucking writes this shit? Like, yo, like. Man, I'm. I give, I, I give up, dog. Uh, Drew McIntyre had a had a had a had a, had a, had a interview backstage, uh, talking about how like uh, no matter who wins at SummerSlam or even if it's Austin Theory if he cashes in at SummerSlam, which I don't think he is, um, they keep they keep like making this like a big deal with the Money in the Bank briefcase. How like the only place where you should where you could cash in the Money in the Bank contract is at SummerSlam, which is not true. But I don't know. They just. WWE with their terrible writing. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, um, but I mean, I guess because like, yo, it's a last man standing match. People, they really think Roman Reigns is going to be, is going to be, is going to be done for the count and is going to get, uh, embarrassed and, uh, and sort of abused after, after his brutal last man standing match with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, all right, bro. But yeah, he said, like, no matter who comes out of um, SummerSlam as champion at Clash of the Castle when he beats uh, Rich Holland next and then Sheamus at SummerSlam, he's going to he's going to he's going to he's going to be whoever at Clash of the Castle and become the new um, undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion. Well, we'll see you come September. We had the Maximum Male Models um, showcasing the, ten, the Tennis Sportswear 2022 collection. 
I give this. I'll give this segment. I'll give this segment like two more weeks, and then this, and then this is gonna be ran off of TV. Throughout this whole segment, this is when SmackDown was actually kind of hilarious. Now, don't get me wrong. This whole Maximum Male Mall segment, the presentation is actually pretty good, and you could tell Max Dupree is really or L.A. Drake or um L.A. I said L.A. Drake, Eli Drake or L.A. Knight. You could tell the person. You could tell he's really trying to get this over. But you got the the fans in the stands chanting, "This is boring. This shit sucks." And then it's like, bro, like. I mean, and it, like, there's really nothing that they could do. So they, this, 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 this is not. I'll get this like two weeks to a month, and then this, they're gonna have, they're gonna have to scrap this whole, this whole, this whole agency, this whole group, and then it's gonna blame it all on, um, L.A. Knight, and then he's gonna get released, and then WWE's gonna have to wish him to, um his future endeavors because he couldn't get the he couldn't get this 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 garbage, um, model modeling uh modeling group over like. But it's not his fault that you guys devalue him and your writing team sucks. I mean, what, what do you want him to do? Now, this is the part that really had me laughing. So, like, Lacey Evans, this, so she, so they basically had her turn heel. But I wouldn't really call this, like, a heel turn. This was kind of sort of just, like, they had no choice. Oh, sort of like a last effort type shit because so Lacey Evans, right? So it was scheduled for a we so it was scheduled supposed to have a women's tag match between Aaliyah and Lacey Evans versus Shanti Blackheart and Shayna Baszler. And after first Aaliyah came out and then Lacey Evans came out. But what happened was when she came out, she had she had to come out, she had they had her repeat her entrance three times because every single time she came out. The crowd was dead silence, booing her, and chanting, you suck. It was bad. It was really bad. And I talked about it during my Money in the Bank review, how when Lacey Evans climbed up to the top and she had her hands on her briefcase, the um the whole crowd in Las Vegas was booing, was booing the shit out of her. They did not want her to win the briefcase. And then Lacey Evans, like, and then she got in the ring. After she realized no one, no one is chanting her, and no one, and no one cares. No, everybody's booing her. No one doesn't want. No one doesn't want to see her. No one doesn't want to see. No one. Everybody, they, everybody's basically chanting like, "Yo, get the get the fuck off my TV. You suck. You're trash. You can't do. You can't. You can't. You can't wrestle. You can't go in the ring. So if you can't go in the ring, your character sucks. Everything about you sucks. Your theme music sucks as well. Why the hell? Why that? Why the hell? Are you? Why the hell are you constantly? Scheduled a book to be on TV, TV every week. No one wants to see you. She was getting go. She was getting go away heat, and it was so hilarious and sad to watch because when she was in the ring and she was and she was delivering her promo, she you could see like she you could see her her eyes starting to get red and watery, and she was sort of crying a little bit because they, the fans were they were showing no mercy. They were like your boy merciless behind the microphone. They were showing no mercy. Cobra Kai style, no mercy. They're like, you trash, bro. You suck. Go, get the hell out of here. You thought, you thought, you thought forcing yourself down our throats with these, with these lame ass 
um vignettes and, and and promos about oh your your alcoholic father or your alcoholic father abusing your family and how you you survive and you had to go you had to move from shelter from shelter home to shelter home and that you joined the marine the marines and you 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 made it you survived no that was all that was all forced and nobody likes when shit is getting forced down their throats if you would have delivered like that backstory in a more genuine and authentic way, then we would be more behind Lacey Evans. But when you're forcing stuff like that down the fans' throats, and you are and, and you're constantly giving her TV, unnecessary TV time when nobody doesn't want to see her, and she sucks in the ring, she's out, man. You're out. You're gonna get booed. You, you're terrible. It's a lot different with Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair, she can actually she's one of she's one of the great cynical wrestlers on on in, in the woman in women's wrestling. So at least like Charlotte Flair is to tolerable, but at the same time she's very nauseating. So it's like, dude, like, and then like, and then and then overall her whole like promo, she talking about something you can all go to hell, and you guys, I done everything that I and I done everything I did for this country, and this is this is how you react, this is how you treat me, blah blah blah. You haven't done shit. You haven't done anything. How do you want us to treat you? You suck. That that promo, the promo she delivered had to be one of the most boring, monotone, monotone. And unauthentic heel promo that I've ever heard being delivered. I've ever heard been been delivered throughout my whole entire time of watching wrestling. It was that bad. It was that garbage. And then after she and then afterwards, she was getting ready to leave. And Aaliyah was like, "Hey, hey, hey, where you going? Where you going? We have a match. You have a match." She then she then delivered her finisher, the woman's right. But to me, I like to call it the 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 weak ass right or the losers right to Aaliyah, knocked her flat on her face, and then she walked out the arena. Like I said, this was a last minute effort uh uh for Lacey Evans and Vince McMahon to get her over, and it wasn't working. You, you, if you thought you you tried forcing her down our throats, we didn't we didn't appreciate it. We didn't like it. We 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 booted the fuck out of the stadium, and now she's a heel. Who cares? If you really want, if you really want to make people pissed, make her become women's champion. I promise you, you ain't never gonna hear the end of um of the WWE fan base because you don't want to you don't want to make Lacey Evans be a Roman Reigns of the women's division. We already got that with Charlotte Flair. Now you're going to do it with Lacey Evans? <laughs> yeah, good luck. Yeah, try. I dare you. Go ahead. We had the New Usos versus the Los Lotorios. This match only lasted like 2 minutes. And once again, another good tag team that they have in the in the um in the tag team division, but of course because the Los Lotorios are not the Street Profits or um or on the new day, they're only gonna get like two minutes of TV of TV time. They're gonna get they're gonna lose. All it took was a couple of super kicks and then the the one D and then that was it. That was that was the end of the match. They got pinned one two three. Now we're not gonna see Los Otorios on our TV screens for the next like three four months. Before this match, the last time we saw them on TV was when 
they was um they was participating in a two on one handicap match against Ricochet when Ricochet was IC champion back in fucking April, and it's now July. That's how much WWE thinks and treats the tag team division. Uh, now also, uh, so now we're at the main event. Drew McIntyre versus uh, 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 a raggy dude, Butch. Let me at him. Let me at him, Scoop. I want him. I want him. Oh! Got the simple bait and switch. Basically, uh, Sheamus, uh, his excuse for why he couldn't participate in, in this match tonight is because uh, he had cold, he had COVID-like symptoms. He was start, he was out here coughing on the mic. He was like, <coughs> "Oh, me throat, man, me throat, me throat, lad." <coughs> so I didn't know it was okay to joke about COVID. Now, I mean, I mean, it's the evil world we live in. I guess people don't give a shit anymore. Also, we all knew it was, it was a whole damn lie because if he really had if he really had COVID or or if he was really really sick, he would have been on the show. So, like once again, it was just simple false advertisement, a bait and switch. Drew McIntyre squashed Butch, and and then uh, which go after the match? Uh, Drew McIntyre got his sword. He was confronted by Sheamus. He attempted to uh, try to swing his sword at Sheamus. Sheamus ducked out of the way. He ended up he uh, he tore the top rope of the ring in half, and then and then the show went off the air. That was it. So that was your SmackDown. Now going to AW Rampage. AW Rampage is a really good show. You know, uh, start start off the match. We had a uh, we had a. Uh, uh, Takashi, Takashida, Okonosuke. Okon, Okon, I can't, I, 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 I got really in these Japanese names, yo. I butcher all these, I butcher all these names 24-7. Well, we had him versus Eddie Kingston. This was a great match. Uh, a lot of action, a lot of hard-hitting physical. Uh, the, the Japanese kid, uh, Takashita kid, um, he, he really impressed me a lot. Um, he's gotten better every single time, um, I watched him, I watched him on TV. Uh, like I said, I had to go, I had to re, I had to go back and rewatch this whole, this whole show on my own uh, earlier today. And, um, he's really great right now. He's just there on AW on a part-time schedule, but I would really love AW kind of sign him as like a full-time guy. Cause I think in the next three, four years, he could be an absolute star, um, in this A, in this AW, um, um, division. So, uh, I like him. I like him. Eddie Kingston, once again, is a great worker and I'm not surprised he always delivers. It was also announced later on because um um after uh what Chris Jericho did to Ruby Soho and, and Ty Conti, uh Eddie Kingston has challenged Chris Jericho to uh a barbed wire death match, which we haven't seen since uh Kenny Omega and uh formerly Dean Ambrose, aka John Moxley, <laughs> the current interim world heavyweight champion, AW world champion. That was the last time we saw a barbed wire death match. So we're going to get that. So we're, they're going to really have 51-year-old Chris Jericho in a barbed wire death match. And then they're going to have the members of the of the Jericho Appreciation Society uh, and uh, on top, above the ring, have them watch the match down down below um, while uh, while while uh, standing over a shark tank. So that match, that's going to that's gonna take place two Wednesdays from now. 
So not this coming Wednesday, but the, the, the following Wednesday. So uh, that's going to be insane. That's going to be crazy. Uh, then we had the Jonathan Gresham and Lee more more or Lee Mortari Mortari more more Moriarty. Lee Moriarty, I suck at names, uh, versus Gates of Agony. And then um, during the match, like, Lee was getting beat up. He was getting double teamed by um, by Gates of Agony. And as soon as he was about to go for a tag um, towards, uh, um, to, John, to Jonathan Gresham, to Jonathan uh, Gresham, he jumped down from 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 the apron, and he just and he and he walked and he and he and he walked away. He left he left Lee he left Lee to fend for his own. He left him in the dust. And then afterwards, Jonathan Gresham he walked up to um the leader of the Gates of Gates of Agony uh uh Tully Blanchard, and he shook his hand and gave him a good hug, and and from there and then from there it was official. Jonathan Gresham turned heel. So uh. So uh, you know, what I'm saying like, yeah, this show was this show was actually even though on paper it didn't look like it didn't look like it, it looked like a missable rampage, but this 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 actually this actually was really good. There was a lot of there was a lot of stuff going on. You also had a uh, Chris Dalliner and Athena calling out uh Jay Cargill for evade for evading them, sort of like how the Young Bucks are with FTR. Because <coughs> you know Jay Cargill just been facing cupcakes. Um, for a t- for a TBS championship, you know, I hear out here flexing her thirty four and zero record, but she really hasn't faced any good competition in like a very long time. So, I think uh, Chris Dallin is going to be the one to dethrone Jay Cargill. So, eventually, when those two match up in the ring, I know that's going to be a great match. Obviously, uh, the Gates of Agony won the match. It was Lee was all by himself, and then it was later uh, announced. I think uh, this upcoming Wednesday. Oh no, no, I'm bugging. Uh, next Friday, I'm guessing the main event of Rampage is gonna be Jonathan Gresham versus Lee, uh, for the for the for the um ROH World Championship. Obviously, to get like to get revenge after like you know leaving him leaving him defend for himself, basically leaving him to die basically <laughs> in that tag match and basically turning his back on him. But I know it's gonna be a good match though. I've never seen Jonathan Gresham wrestle before, so I'm actually interested for that to see that match. Can't I actually can't wait. Um, uh, we have Mercedes Mercedes Martinez, who is the ROH Women's World Champion, and Serena Deeb. So we have we have these two in a tag team again versus some versus some more uh women tag team jobbers. At the end of the match, uh, they both split. Uh, Serena basically turned on Martinez and had her in the Serena lock. Basically, this was all. This was all just to build up a a, a, a storyline, a feud between both of them. Because now Serena Deep is gonna get a title, a title opportunity, uh, for the ROH Women's Women's Championship against Mercedes Martinez at of uh, at a uh, um the ring the upcoming Ring of Honor pay per view, death um before dishonor. So I uh, so I uh, so I like that. I was good. Thank God, because I really don't want women's tag teams. It's kind of funny to me how people are still are accepting and are okay with women with women's tag team when you know what's going to be the end result when with the women tag team championships when AEW eventually brings them or whenever um WWE decides to crown new women's tag team champions champions. Even though if it was up to me, I would get both the NXT women's tag team champion. Um, tag team championships 
and the and the main roster women's tag team championships and either two things either com, combine both of them so you can have NXT tag teams women's tag teams come up to the main roster or have main roster women's tag teams go to NXT or I would just burn both of them to the fucking to the to the to the to the to the to the fucking ashes and then I will piss out the flames and then just sit there lay lay back and and, and pop open a can of can of can of ginger ale or a can of sprite as I sit there in laughter that you know the women tag team titles are no longer are no longer exi- are no longer existing because the women's wrestling is dead and then at this point the women's division is not is not neither of the women's both women's divisions in both AW and WWE they're not stacked enough to even have women's tag team titles plus both because of how badly the booking and the creative is towards the women's um women's division it just doesn't make sense to have you can't you can't just expect them to now all of a sudden create women tag team titles and then have a division for that now Tony Khan, I can never doubt Tony Khan, but still I don't want I don't want the women tag team titles. But WWE, if they can't even get their own men's tag team division right, what makes it look like they're gonna get the women's tag team division right? I mean that's why Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out. And Sasha Banks, she walked out and got frustrated with the creative twice over the women tag team titles. Now we're on to the main event. Orange Cassidy versus Tony Tony Nese. This is a very fun, very excellent match. Uh, Dan Housen is over. He's great. He was out there cursing dudes left and right. He cursed Tony Nese at the end of the match. And then out of nowhere, Orange Cassidy hits the uh, the orange punch. And then he gets the pit for the one, two, three. Very, very fun match. Orange Cassidy, um... When he becomes world, when he becomes, when he even, when he even earns his first ever championship, either that's the TNT title or the All Atlantic Championship, um, sometime, sometime in the near future, he might be the next, he might be the one to dethrone Neville in the next couple of months. You know, so we don't, we don't, even, we never know. So, but whenever he wins his first gold on um in AW, you know, you know, you know that pop is gonna go, is gonna, is gonna be, is gonna be crazy. It's gonna, it's gonna be, it's gonna be insane. So guys, that is uh the that is the Friday wrestling edition of the Sports Mark Show, aka the, the SMS podcast, on this for on this Saturday on 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 this on this Saturday um evening. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, make sure to share this with your friends and your family, and leave a rating down below. If you're if you're doing a uh, Spotify um Apple Podcasts uh iHeartRadio, Google's Podcast, whatever uh um platform you're you're using to listen to the show. Uh, please leave a rating, and I'm trying to please and please help and please help me grow this channel to to bigger to to bigger audiences. Uh, that's all. That's all. I really hope to get out of this because I love doing what I do with wrestling, football, and basketball. Um, all by all by, I've kept you guys all entertained over these past couple of weeks since starting this show. Uh, I like to say I like to say that I that I have been doing that. You know, I'm still, I'm still new. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still getting better at this, and I'm just, I'm just going. I'm just learning. I'm just, I'm eventually like, you know, I will, I will, I will get, I'll get, I will get the hang of things, and I'll say in the next two, two or three years from now, I'll be able to take this podcast and the show to the next level. But otherwise, um, I'm gonna let you guys go. Enjoy the rest of your day. 
Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm going to see you guys tomorrow on an extra. Got some more news to go over for the week. Before before I'm entering the next week. And then, um yeah, man. um Otherwise, uh until next time, peace out. I'm going to see you guys later.